Welcome back to another episode of Arnold's Pump Club. On today's episode, I want to talk about the aspect of your health that you're most likely overlooking and why I want you to take action immediately. We'll also discuss a great recovery technique that everyone ignores. And I'll end the episode by sharing the best ways to protect your metabolism. I created this podcast because I believe that fitness is for everyone. So I'm using the power of machines to help me deliver news, information, and support that will make you happier and healthier. And because I know you're busy, I won't take up too much of your time. I'm not a cybernetic organism, but I do have an important mission to build the positive corner of the internet and lift up the world. There's too much negativity online, and uh, I want this podcast to give you the support you need to become a little bit better. We've shared many studies about the importance of connection and friendships. We even highlighted one, showing loneliness can be as bad for your health as smoking 15 cigarettes a day. Today, I want you to start thinking about some of your old friends you might have been too busy to connect with in a while. We all have a lot going on, but when you take the time to reconnect with someone, it can really make your day. And their day two, just this week, I was training at the gym and saw a familiar face, um, my old training partner, Mike Sapp, when I was training for Conan in 1980, and then secretly for... My Mr. Olympia comeback, Mike, was with me in the gym almost every day. He was a, a, a fantastic training partner because he was hungry and wouldn't say no to anything, so we could really push each other. Now, he's a successful trainer in Hawaii, so we obviously don't train together often. But as soon as we reconnected, it was like the old days. We went to breakfast after lifting, just like back then. And Mike reminded me of some hilarious stories about how he had no idea I was going to compete. Even when we pushed through our last squat workout before I jumped on the plane to Australia for the Olympia. I was supposed to do TV commentary for the contest, so nobody had any reason to think I'd be jumping on stage. I found out from Mike that even though he didn't know, I didn't know, I didn't keep my secret from everyone. The front desk guy at Gold's told people in the gym to watch me, and if I started doing lying side dealt raises, I was coming out of retirement. Thankfully, they didn't listen. It was just fantastic to catch up, tell old stories, and hear about his success. We focus here on creating routines that will make you healthier mentally and physically. You might not think of schmoozing with a friend over a breakfast burrito is something you need to do for your health. But trust me, it is, since we know that loneliness is a real killer, Please think about who you can reach out to this week and reconnect with. Make a list. Friends from back in the day that you can share old stories with, roommates you can connect with over how far you've come or family you haven't seen in a while. Figure out a few people that you miss. If you want to get a head start on this week's challenge, reach out. Or if you're busy, wait until the weekend because you know what's coming in Friday's email this week, I'm the connectinator. You know what you need to do. So do it now. Now, let's talk about training. As you turn the intensity of your workout down, you might want to turn up your music. While cold tubs get all the attention, a good playlist could help you recover faster from your workout. 
Researchers reviewed nearly 100 studies on music and the human body. They found that the right post-workout mix can do everything from reducing the perception of fatigue to improving hormones, supporting recovery, and even removing byproducts from training, contributing to muscle soreness. When you think about your workout playlist, you probably plan what to play during your training. After all, research suggests that music can help you push harder, perform extra reps, improve endurance, and increase strength. But the benefits extend to what you play afterward, too. The right note appears to be songs with a more relaxed beat and tunes that you enjoy. One study found that listening to slower music, around 70 beats per minute, for 30 minutes after your workout reduces cortisol levels faster, and another study found that listening to music you enjoy reduces pain and stress and improves your heart rate variability, which is a sign of recovery. Add it all up, and a little music can help you transition from the amped state of your workout into a mindset and mood that prepares your body to heal. Many songs will do the trick if you're looking for the right tempo. Some examples include my personal favorite, Run On by Johnny Cash, or Bohemian Rhapsody, and more recent songs like God's Plan from Drake, Wildest Dreams by Taylor Swift, or Make You Feel My Love by Adele. Make your playlist and let us know the songs you're using to recover. This last item won't make us many friends in the supplement industry, but if you're buying a metabolism booster, you're wasting your money. Research has repeatedly shown that a pill, powder, cleanse, or fast won't significantly improve your metabolism. The good news is you most likely don't have a slow metabolism either. Scientists found that our metabolisms are fairly stable from age 18 until we are 60 years old. In other words, when you control for other variables, uh, such as how much you weigh, uh, your metabolism doesn't slow down as a byproduct of aging for nearly four decades. It's just one of the many myths about your metabolism. We tend to gain weight as we age because of nutrition, fitness, sleep, and stress changes. Instead of obsessing about your metabolism, there are four areas to spend your time and energy for better results. The first is sleep. Poor sleep is linked with a slower metabolism. And the worse you sleep, the more your brain will make you crave more food. Next is hydration. Your body needs water to process calories. Being dehydrated can disrupt normal functioning. Then you have weight training. Despite what the meme years say, you can't out-exercise a bad diet and muscle burns fewer calories than scientists once thought. But the more muscle you have, the easier it is to maintain any changes you make to your weight. Finally, you need to satisfy your hunger. In the words of respected researcher Kevin Hall, weight gain is about eating too many calories and weight loss is about finding a way to eat fewer without being miserable. This might seem like a cruel trick, but losing weight requires you to eat less. And when you eat less and lose weight, your hunger tends to increase. Part of the trick is not to remove all your favorite foods. The other part is to eat in a way that increases satisfaction. This means consuming more protein and fiber, which are shown to help curb hunger, keep you fuller for longer, 
and potentially even make you absorb fewer calories. Great protein sources include lean meat, poultry, eggs, lentils, beans, dairy, whey, or plant-based protein, seafood, and tempura. Good sources of fiber include grains, oats, chickpeas, lentils, beans, fruits, vegetables, avocados, and seeds. I know weight loss can feel challenging, but it's very unlikely that your metabolism is working against you and less likely that it needs to be reset or boosted. Shift the focus away from trying to fix something that isn't broken and spend more time trying to build healthy habits. That's it for today's episode. Thanks again for being a part of Arnold's Pump Club. This village would not be possible without all of you. And thank you to our editors-in-chief, Adam Bornstein and Daniel Ketchell, who helped me with this podcast and our daily newsletter. We are building the positive corner of the internet, and the three of us are here to support you. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a review. We love hearing from you. Together, we have the strength to lift up the world